0: demon dust podcast dedicated to the his dark materials bbc hbo television series based on the works of philip pullman powered by the south congress podcast network hey everybody welcome to another episode of the demon dust podcast this is your spring and summer supplemental content Kendri and I are reviewing, continuing to review the, the Land series, Chaos Seeds by Alaron Kong. Uh, Travis Bryant back with you. Ken, what's happening?
1: Hey, how are you?
0: Doing all right. How's everything on your end?
1: Absolutely lovely.
0: Good, good to hear. Now, we are on the last section of Book One of the Land, and we are starting with Chapter 21, but just a, mm-hmm. a, a quick. Uh, review of how we got here uh, in the last section Richter and Sion made their way not only to law but to uh, or not only to to Eve but the, the kingdom of Eve but to law and, and, and Leafs Crossing and then law made contacts with folks then got themselves wrapped up in a rescue mission to rescue a bunch of non-humans From uh, that they were trying to smuggle Smuggle. out of the city um, using the help of the Nightblades, a thieves guild, a thieves guild, and uh, the Nightblades turned on them, double crossed them. Basically said, if you don't pay us double or triple the amount of money, you know, we're gonna not smuggle these folks out and keep them as hostages until they die. So here's a uh, so Tarad has organized. A rescue mission and richter and scion has agreed uh to to help and in our how we ended the last episode they were underneath the night blades uh, stronghold in a tunnel or in like a sewer area they split the crew scion was with the crew that was on the street that would attack from the street level and uh, Richter was with the underground tunnel crew that would come from beneath. So we open up uh, with chapter 21, with uh, the Nightblade mission is a go, uh, and um. and and Jason, who's Tarod's number one guy in this in this mission, he's another uh, he's another uh, citizen of of, of law. And a, and a good friend of Tarad, and we find out later, a really good fighter and stealthy, like thief kind of kind of skill set guy. And he gives, he lets them know, like, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go around here, count to a hundred. If, if you take out the first, there's two guards. You take out the first guard with your with your with a bow shot, um, and I'll take out the other one once you hit him. So, so the other can't run in and, uh, and raise the alarm. But when I right. go around a corner, if you hear... Like, he's thinking he's going to get jumped. He's like, if you hear screaming, drop everything and come around and help me. So Richter's like, okay, no problem. <laughs> so he starts counting. The guy, he gets to 10 or something, and then Jason starts screaming. So he runs around the corner. Uh, what happened was Jason stepped over a tripwire and stepped right into a puddle that was full of, like, spikes. And... Um, yeah, so he bypassed one trap to, uh, uh, to, to, to step in the Step another.
1: directly to the second, right. Yep. And, Double there was
0: a, and there was a guy that was about to stab. There was two the two guards. One was going to make the stab on Jason. The other was making his way for the door to raise the alarm. And in a split second, Richter had to make a decision. He chose to save Jason and uh, shot the closest guy, the guy that was about to stab Jason. And, um, mm-hmm.
1: So the alarm is raised. So the alarm is night- raised. <laughs> Right.
0: Uh, Tarad helps, uh, Jason. He wraps up his foot. He, uh, they decide, hey, we have to go. We can't stay here because if only the above, if Scion's group is the only group that attacks, they'll get slaughtered. Uh, we, ha- we have to go even if it's just, uh, even if we're down a man and the alarm's up. So, so the mission isn't starting off so great. They're already down one man and everybody knows they're coming. Um,. When they, they get into the building, there's some furious fighting. The Grease spell comes through and, and wrecks shop. Uh, we, we we are already... He's already... Richter is already coming to rely on that spell. That, that becomes his uh, one of his go-tos throughout the series. And here we are in the uh, back-to-back sex, uh, sections. And it's a, it's a big-time weapon and it turns the tide or certainly keeps them keeps them in it early
2: uh, right they i love how yeah
1: i'm sorry i I'm love, love how simple it is and i absolutely love um that again you get the double bubble you get the grease spell and then the flame no and no no,
0: no you're you're jumping ahead ain't no flame yet. he has a flame arrow he doesn't have a flame. He doesn't have a fire spell yet. Cause I was thinking the same thing. Why didn't he hit him with the with the right, with the double okay. whammy? And then later they're rolling around in the grease, and Richter goes, "Oh yeah," and he pulls out. Uh, it has a name like Fire Arrow or. Whatever. And he shoots right. one of the guys that has been wallowing around in the grease, sets him completely on fire. He falls back into his buddies. He falls back into the actual grease, which ignites the the AoE, the grease spell on fire, creates a nice little barrier. But it was done with an arrow, not with a spell. He doesn't know that spell yet, so don't, don't, right. don't, wow. don't jump you. ahead. <laughs>
1: Thank you. Uh,
0: <laughs> so there's section, there's these, the, so they get in the door, they have to fight off the first group. Of mm-hmm. of of guys, he uses the grease spell, shoots him on fire, boom. Then they have to go up the steps, and it looks like it's nothing there. Tarod says, "Use your power, use your uh, use your imbue arrow." Richter shoots a shoots an imbue arrow up the steps, boom, makes a big explosion. They hear a scream, like somebody that was hiding up there stealthy, you know, right. can't hide, can't hide from an explosion. Uh, my man screams, Tarod and. Another guy. I don't know if Jason's
1: if was it Jason,
0: uh, he might have been hobbled, but I think he still might have been in the in at least already yeah, they able carry to fight. Him in.
1: Oh yes, they carry him okay. in cuz he makes it all the yeah, he makes it
0: out. Yeah. So so they run up, they they go up there, they stab the guy up, take him out. Mm-hmm. And that's the next section. They are ready to go down the, down to the next room or mm-hmm. to a room where they where where the night blades are held hold up. Richter looks down the hall like basically watching their back he sees nothing it's just a dark hallway he turns around and he gets knifed in the back so someone was being stealthy caught a knife in the kidneys he elbows the guy in the nose he hears a crunch he breaks the guy's nose he turns around they wrestle a little bit he he uh, ends up pummeling him in his already battered nose with the with the Uh, pummel of his sword and then i think he like slashed the guy's throat or he he ends up taking him out but he's hurt himself he's got a right a gusher uh in in his kidney he he i think he popped a potion he he, uh drank himself a a, a health a health potion to and
1: he uses his ring
0: and he used he and he used his uh ring of minor minor healing
1: yes yeah um so he's so he's still hurt pretty considerably, um, but he has slowed down the bleeding and the lossage uh, I'm sorry, and the loss um of you know uh, uh yep so yes, um, he is hurt, but he is continuing to fight um he gets into um the next room, um and I believe this is where the two forces meet yep. where. Uh, everybody is now in the same room fighting the
0: well it's a bit uh, of a stale it's a bit of a standoff because they're trying to keep the good guy forces in front of the door because every time they that there's a little bit of daylight sion right. is somewhere We're outside shooting right. his imbued arrows and trying to pick them off one by one so they're trying to keep richter's group in front as a shield Richter sees it, peeps game, makes his way around. He starts letting off imbued arrows. They end up just through attrition, uh, picking them off. There ends up being three night blades left that Mm -hmm. that they keep alive. They gag them, they tie them up. Uh, Tarad starts interrogating one of them very in- aggressively and violently. Just your typical, I'm in the rage, tell me, you know, give me back my son. <laughs> right. kind of. And he's just yelling in the guy's face, punching him. The guy's just spitting blood out and looking at him like, yeah, I'm not telling you nothing. So Richter's like, we don't have time for this. Like, literally, we just... You know, the alarm is up, we'll be swarmed with night blades sooner or later. And he gets on his knee, he faces the guy, and he just looks him dead in his eyes and gives him this speech of Look, I don't want any more bloodshed, and you know, I don't think you do too. Just give us the information that we want and where is it? Um So he says Okay, so, yeah, so he basically lets to ride, let me try, he looks at the prisoner, look, I know you don't want us here, we don't want to be here. There's been blood spilled on both sides. Maybe we're all at fault, but it doesn't matter. What matters is that we work together so that we may see the sunrise. I could continue to let fi- f- to let fire fly between you and my friend here, but I don't have the time. Please just show us some decency and tell us where the captives are. Richter's tone was full of calm and serenity. Looking up at Richter, the thief replied, you and everyone you love are dead. You think you accomplished something here tonight? Ha! These were our rookies, the ones that were only good for making dinner and assuring the buildings don't burn down. We'll refill our ranks, and when our veterans, when our veterans return, I'll enjoy seeing the, you peeled like a grape. Richter nodded during the entire response looking thoughtful and not interrupting at the end he firmed his lips nodding once more and then drove a dagger into through the deep, uh, into the thief's eye, the body spasming, then he looks at the next thief look, I know you don't want to be here, I don't want to be here there's been blood, <laughs> and then the man goes I know, I know, yeah, yeah, we're, we're both we're both at fault, please sir, don't kill me <laughs> it was just classic good cop bad cop tactics. Taraj just didn't know he was playing the bad cop, but it was so awesome that moment. And the thief uh basically he he opened so this is the second thief. So there's still another a third thief that hasn't said anything. So the second thief gives up all the goods. He opens <laughs> a little secret compartment that uh, opens a trap door where all the, you know, 30 or so plus captives are being held. They describe this, you know, stench of, you know, dying bodies and, you know, human waste and that kind of thing. And they're all weak and, and sickly and they're pulling them up. And and also, this so then the... Um. so he wants more than that they need oh no Isabella isn't no, with them
1: look, right so they pull everybody up from out of the hole and when the last person comes up he is irate and going where are the rest of Tarot them is, yes. where, right Tarada is pissed like yo like where is Isabella because he's looking at every member
0: every captive that comes up he's looking in their face right. they make a point of saying he stares at every one of them uh, and you're like what's he, what's his deal well, his woman is not a part of the, a part of the uh, the thirty or so uh, right uh, captives. He runs over to the to the the, the thief that talked. Where's Isabella? Uh, uh, Isabella? He starts punching him, ah, and he's just and and he's like, they they sold some of them as. Uh, oh no no no! He asks him. He says, "Where's Isabella?" And the thief goes, "They sold some of them for labor and." pleasure
1: pleasure
0: and right. rod snaps and he starts pummeling the guy and beating him up Richter has to pull him off and and basically says look tell us give us uh, give us something or you're not gonna walk oh, out okay.
2: of here right yeah,
0: I'm gonna turn I'm gonna let him uh, have at you so the thief leads him down the hall uh, Richter even said look if you're thinking of leading us into an ambush it's not gonna work out for you okay because uh, they have to go through the hallway where he just got stabbed and jumped
2: uh, sure. Let's see. Go ahead
1: so also there is a shift here that uh, we sort of gloss over a little bit so before um, Tarad finds out that um, his woman is that Isabella is not in the crowd um, as far as Richter is concerned these people have um, held the non-humans captive, Yeah. but when he finds out that they've already been sold into slavery something clicks for him sure. um, and sort of changes his temperament toward the thief that's talking. um So yeah, a, yeah he a lot even of- tells him,
0: like, you you can die here today, buddy, and I will feel good about you. Like you are involved with slavers, I right. will gladly take you know take you out, and you don't have. But let let me give us something. Right. Uh, the thief leads him to to another room, shows him the decoy. Like there's like a strong box in the room but it's just a decoy he tells him anybody that touches it'll fall asleep for hours uh but here's the real safe and it's behind a painting uh but they're like crap we don't have time to we don't have time to 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 cr- try to track crack this safe richter got a in the last section uh got a uh
1: bag of
0: holding a dungeon a dungeon ring right ah right and it basically you can use it to open any uh any mortal lock or something they it's it's specified or any magical lock or anything probably under like god tier or demon tier but it it can open most uh most basic magic and non-magic locks boom it opens they smile because it's full of coins and gold and copper and silver coins jewels they split all they split the jewels between uh between them richter pours it in their bag of holding he what what he can't no
1: matter of fact yeah no they went to look for the they went to look for the thief took them there (laughs) because the ledger saying where the sold non-humans had gone yes it was in the safe in so the they couldn't,
0: is- they didn't, they couldn't crack the safe. So he wrapped his bag of holding around it because it was warded. They knew, like, oh, we don't have time. The dungeon key wasn't going to open that. That's I, that was my mistake. So he he basically puts his bag of holding over this 300 kilo safe, puts it in his bag, and it's a 30 kilo safe, and and everything's flat, and he can carry it around but on the dresser like the nightstand there was like some some little hidden area that's what he used the dungeon key for and right. it, it popped open boom jewels coins that's when they split like the good stuff and mm-hmm. they looted everything they stole all the clothes out of the closet all the good china the silverware daggers like fancy fancy daggers. He cut the paintings out of the frame, rolled it up and put it in his bag of holding. He probably took the sheets and slippers. He <laughs> he he asked Jason. He was like, "So, uh, no offense, but you, you make your living in uh unconventional ways, don't you?" And Jason's like,
1: <laughs> "Wait, that we'll wait, that, that way. Wait, that's not that scene. It's not? Okay, good. Mm-hmm. No, that is after they was go in to the get into the that was okay, I'm yeah.
0: jumping way ahead. Okay, you're right, you're right. Um
1: Yeah, this one they, they grabbed that, um That's right. That, this was just that the strong we're box. in the
0: night we're in the Night Blades guild. Right.
1: We have Yeah, they had that strong box, they the, pick up yeah. their wounded and they get the hell out of dodge. Like they gotta go.
0: That's right. You are thank you. You are I, I am getting my timeline mixed up. They were in the Night Blades Guild. What they came for was the ledger.
2: Mm-hmm. And they
0: got that. Well, they got the, the the safe that the ledger was in they got their wounded then they got the hell out of here nope they didn't because Richter set grease one more time and then he took Tarod's <laughs> torch and, <laughs> and then threw it into the grease and set the whole son of a on fire um, Right. so so that was how um, oh he did the, the thief the second thief before this happened I want to skip over this Nil was What's his this? name he told Nil Nil said look you gotta kill that other thief Right, the third thief. He saw that I gave y'all all the goods. My gang is only going to let me back in if they think, you know, I just got away by by chance. If they mm-hmm. know I gave up the goods, they'll kill me. Um. He's like, but you know, please. So Richter gave the guy a knife, and he's like, "You do your own dirty work." And he went right. and slashed his buddy's throat. Gave Richter the knife back. Richter made him swear and promise three times, you know, thrice heard, thrice witnessed, uh, that. He owed Richter a favor, so that's how Chapter Twenty One ended with uh, with uh, Richter binding Nil in a favor, and then he set the, the the Nightblades Guild on fire.
1: On fire, mm-hmm. right? And yes, that I was agree. a nice little
0: that was a nice little infiltration. Went you know everything didn't go smoothly at the beginning, but they they rallied and they lost three men. I th- uh, no 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 again i'm, I'm jumping ahead to the damn stonic rescue mission to the isabella rescue mission so mm-hmm. they, they didn't lose anyone they they specifically talked about how they only had bumps and bruises and and jason's you know impaled foot um so they left right. they headed back for the end chapter 22 starts with them back at the end back at Tarod's end he uh he dealt with all his prompts and he had got a prompt when he saved Jason and he finally looked at that prompt and he got an honorable uh, it was it was a, he, it was called he's been proven honorable
2: mm-hmm. uh,
0: for saving a friend over killing a foe and it was like you chose life over death but he also got a minus in something he got a minus in uh, he got a decrease in critical strike and decrease in uh, a 3% decrease in critical strike chance and critical strike damage. So, but he got a 2% bump in charisma. So, like the, <laughs> we, what we know about the land is there's always balance, there's no, uh, there's a give and take to everything, right? But, but the universe acknowledged to him that. You did the right thing. You saved a friend. You chose life over death, and we're going to acknowledge that by giving you this honorable, this little uh, honorable uh, token or whatever it is. Uh, He also leveled. He got level five in archery, a level four in imbue arrow, level four in herb lore, and level two in focus, and also that uh, the proven honorable. So as far as you know, heroic traits or honorable traits that we talk about uh, uh, at at the end, that was a solid indication of where where Richter is and where he you know he hasn't come close to losing himself yet that, that you know he's still like the thing said choosing life over over death um, so he got those uh, he got those bumps and bonuses and and uh, oh then he he realized he also had a realize a realization how important charisma is is saying that you know the only way he got into that group was because of inter interacting with people well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he he still so he acknowledges like I I can't um, I can't discount charisma because in the, in the early chapters he he called it a, he, he's like oh I hated gaming that involved charisma it was such a soft a soft skill or something he called it but he's realizing that oh, this is important. I've got to be able right. to woo people and convince them to my side. He also got 500 fame points for for destroying a, a guild or, or at least, you know, busting it up pretty good. Is uh, his
1: rating now, I think I heard of you?
0: Yeah, he's, he's, he's advanced <laughs> to reputation level two. I think I've heard of you. Because before, <laughs> at reputation level one, it's, who are you again? Right. <laughs> um so yeah so he gets uh so oh he also leveled up to level nine he dumped all his points in the wisdom because he's realizing he's running out of mana because imbue arrow is his best his best skill all his things are mana intensive so so he dumps his points uh that he got from leveling up to nine into wisdom uh turod wanted to wants to take the stolen uh chest that they got from the the thieves guild back to Back to the uh, the magic store. Uh, what's that place called? Focus something. But Killick and Leandra uh, run it. We, t- we talked about them at the uh, end of um, the last segment.
1: Right. He's ornery and she is attractive and, she, and sweet and, they're, they're, and smart and they're as
0: flirty. a whip. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and so they go back. They find Killick in the middle of the night. They're you know boom 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 over the door. ATF. And Killick is not happy. He's like, Right. Well, what trouble do you bring me in the middle of the night? Tarot explains, and Leandra doesn't even give Killick a chance to, uh, to to deny their request. She goes, "Of course we will help," and she does some kind of um, casting, and a, t- a table in there in in the in the man in the store shines with ruinic uh, 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 carvings, and she's like, "Place the chest there," and
1: and then she gets to work.
0: And they get to work. Her and Killick. Right. Get to get to magicing, and right. next, thing Richter, next thing Richter knows, he's he's being shaken awake and uh, shaken awake, because uh, in the chair that he sat down in, he fell asleep. It took them all night, Killick and Leandra, to open to open the chest. Uh, she told him, "You're lucky that you didn't try to open this yourself. You would have, uh, you know, your skin would have boiled off, and especially." And she went to say something really. <laughs> really naughty and kill it cut her off <laughs> um but they got it open and what was in the thing
1: uh well the ledger is in it the ledger um, yep
0: that they were after and
1: what they say again hmm Now i was asking you to to repeat yourself what i was saying is that they had the ledger and what they find out about it is that um it is in a code so even though they have worked tirelessly all night long to open the chest to find the ledger um they get it and it still does not help them at all so tarad is um you know stricken yeah. uh,
0: he's a little, he, he he's stressing because he didn't get to open it he you know he would have liked to open that ledger and it says Isabella is here right <laughs> she'll be here at this time and not only did it not say that he didn't know what it said because it was in the code so he had to spend time cracking the code uh, in the meantime um uh in the meantime the chest also revealed these fancy glass daggers, uh, a bunch of coins, jewels, magic rings, a necklace, a, ma- a magic necklace, a magic book. Uh, Scion finds a bunch of potions for for alchemy that he could use, uh, but there's a but all the magic items Richter can't he he can't identify, so he asks Leandra to identify them. It ends up being a necklace of, a necklace of scry defense, which when wearing it protects you from being found by divination um and and as a, on your third read it's just like you realize he finds so many important things so early right. mm-hmm. uh, that that grease spell that's just this level 1 minor spell but becomes his go-to uh some other things this scry- this this necklace of scry defense comes into into to touch
1: him in, in a seemingly random way. Not only that,
0: it it, it he it's so important going forward
1: mm-hmm. to
0: him being able to stay un, uh stay low key and undercover and not make too many waves and not have people to just be able to put a little curse or spell and find him and be able to pinpoint his direction. Right. Um. The other is the dungeon key. So later, that's when he gets the dungeon key, uh, uh, which later as we, we, we talked about as I jumped ahead a little too earlier a little, uh, I jumped ahead earlier. Um, oh, she also noticed his potions of clarity.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: she said most potions of clarity are 15% in boost in uh, in in um, What's the boost? Whatever the boost is, it's a twenty, it's a fifteen percent boost, right? And, they, and it lasts for twelve hours, and that goes for one gold. And he says, "Well, what about if it was twenty-five percent and lasts for a whole day?" She's like, "Oh, that would sell for at least three gold." She's not expect expecting that he has. Pretty much unlimited access to it. I, I think right. she just thinks he just came across this thing. She don't know he got a whole bag potentially, uh, or or not a bag full of them, but access to them. Um, she likes, yeah. So she's really into the to the uh, the potion. He continues to shop and bargain. He he sees some things he likes. Uh, Tarad is just apoplectic that he can't crack this code. Uh, he asked he does ask Richter to he's like i know you did your part i asked you to help free the folks you did that will you help me will you continue helping me as i you know crack this code and find isabella uh so richter accepts the next quest fight for those who cannot number two Mm -hmm. uh then goes catches a nap because he's been up all night when richter slept Tarad was up all night watching them basically crack the uh the safe open. He he couldn't sleep, so he goes to sleep, catch up catch up on some sleep. But he didn't. He tells uh, Richter to go to the Grand Market to do some recruiting. The entire last section, I kept thinking, man, when's he gonna meet Mama? Like there's only a, you know, uh, uh, you know, half a dozen chapters left. so okay. And 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 so I remember so much happening. They managed to fit. And it didn't feel like it, even on the third reading. They they managed to fit so much critical introductions and happenings in these last seven chapters. Right. I, mean, I
1: absolutely agree. It is superbly written, so that um, you have gone through this journey, and now you are imbibing all of this information that makes you want to immediately jump into the next book. I absolutely agree. I
0: mean, you want your you want the last seven chapters or so of your book to be just climaxes, action packed, but it's different when you know what what's happened, and you're rereading. It's just like. How are they going to pack all of this in? And, and of course they do. And you go, right. oh, okay, that wasn't as long. Those two or three pages only felt like two or three chapters
2: mm-hmm. in,
0: in 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 your recollection. So, um, uh, so yeah, so he so he accepts the uh, the new quest. Uh, he oh oh, so Tarot says go to the Grand Market, search for uh, do some recruiting, but be careful of bigots and haters. He's like there's going to be plenty of people in there that are not friendly of non-humans so keep that in mind, especially because he's traveling with Scion mm-hmm. um, they, uh, he gives Leandra, Leandra uh, they have a nice little moment at the end uh, before he leaves he gives her uh, he gives her this, mm-hmm. this opal. Uh, that she really likes, and it was a, and it wasn't payment. This was like a gift from me to you. You're like this is right. from me to you. This has nothing to do with the stuff I just purchased. He is shooting his shot and letting right. her know. Next time I'm in 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 law, it's gonna be me and you. Or next time you're in the forest in Adria, you know, uh, right? Come see me in the Miss Village. You got a place. Um. So she really liked like the opal. He he thanked her matter of fact that's what it was he thanked her profusely for mm-hmm. teaching him the magic he learned the night before that he's like the ma- what you taught me saved our lives last night and I want you to have this as a token of my appreciation she really liked it she gave him a big old affectionate hug and the moment was ruined by killick standing there with the uh, sh- uh, uh strolling up with a big scowl on his face um he did get a relationship boost with leandra and plus one in charisma um but you know the the scowling dad or uncle or whatever killick is to leandra basically ran him off with a you know with a look
1: right with, uh, you better get out of here with this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Even though
0: she's a grown-ass, accomplished, (laughs) very successful woman, he's like, mm -mm, not my Leandra. Right, you don't. (laughs) Um, so yeah, so that's how, uh, that's how chapter 22 ended, and chapter 23... Yeah, please.
1: So, the next chapter opens up with the introduction to the market. Mm -hmm. Which is... Um, this,
0: This is a sprawling like of my notes this is took up so much space and i'm not we're not going to spend too it much we'll get through it but a, a lot happened and this is the. It is essentially this is to go to, a
1: small village that erects itself every morning needs of the surrounding community um and there is no rhyme or reason to whose tent is where um, that you of, can
0: see, of, or that Richter can see. Yeah, I'm right. sure there is. Um,
1: but see, but he can't so, tell. Do you know, it leads me to believe that there isn't the next time that they go back, because it's they different? can't find their way through again because they make a point of saying that nothing is the same. But
0: that doesn't as mean that doesn't as mean as 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 it's. That there is no hazard, though. Yeah. I, okay. It's like a like if if he if they he likened it to like a living organism. Living Mm -hmm. organisms aren't haphazard. There's structure and reason for things to happen.
1: So Mm -hmm. I likened it more to
0: like a a a shape shifting kind of amoeba that you know that that changes. And but he couldn't find his way. It took him two hours of searching. Then he finally found the building he needed. But then in the building uh or i'm sorry it took him two hours and then he finally just gave up and paid a street urchin a couple coppers to guide him to the building uh then he found the building and he found mama's line pretty quickly what he did was he he was analyzing everybody though as they in this market and he leveled Mm -hmm. up to to level five analyze so now he can uh now he can add, now he gets more details. So now he can look at a necklace, and it doesn't just say magic necklace. It will say necklace of scry defense. It won't just say Tarad human. It'll say Tarad human level six or level whatever the Tarad's level is. So it's right. a bump up in what he uh, what he gets. Uh, so yeah, so he's looking for an agent named Mama. The agents control all the employment. You can't get a job in this town without going through an agent and the agents take their their commission of course but it's basically a way the companies i guess vet who like if an agent sends someone to the to a place and they say such and such agency sent me that company can know okay this is what i can expect because this agency has a good reputation or maybe the opposite i better keep an eye on this person because they don't vet their folks well so but mama is like the number one uh you know she she is it she's a tough little lady uh he heads up there (laughs) he waits in line she's annoyed at him and yells at him because he doesn't know the protocol and Tarad didn't fill him in on none of the protocol and she's like tell Tarad i'm gonna slap him upside the head next time i see him but everything does kind of work out she makes him wait she's like you're gonna have to wait once he, gave him, once he gave her the outline of why he was there, what he needed, she was like, okay, go wait over there. When I'm done, we'll talk more. Right. And she basically had to finish out her work day. <laughs> and he sat on concrete or, you know, sat on the hard floor while Scion napped next to him mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and, and waited for Mama, which got him some points with her because she's like, you know, people that wait on the hard stone... Are either desperate or, or um, a complimentary word. I forget what it was. And she's like, "You don't seem too desperate." So he already had had an in with her, and the fact that Tarad sent him, she gave him all these answers. She's like, she gave him all these reasons. She's like, "One, you're patient. That shows something. Two, Tarad vouched for you, even though he didn't give you the right, you know, info. Were, yeah, right. uh, you're you're good with me." And he basically yeah. was like
1: hmm There yeah. was another portion of that. There was another reason why she made him wait all day. She sent um feelers she was out vetting to the community.
0: Him. That's right. Right.
1: She was, She
0: was and collecting he her agent. data and right. so she found out his whole story and how he was basically he rescued the captives and and the fact that he's probably not bragging about it helped. He could have been like, I'm Richter, I saved all the non humans last night. You know you you know, you ain't heard my name. Um, but he was he was humble I think he knew he knew he, who, who were or at least a little bit what he was dealing with not to not to go in so boastful um yeah and then he gave he said okay so what do you need he's like yeah I need uh masons and guards and and farmers and she's like That's what you think it takes to grow a town? It's like, who's going to, how are you going to clothe them? How are you going to feed them before, while these crops are grown? How are you going to heal people? Who's going to take care of kids? How are you going to, all these things that he didn't think about, basically. He's just like, she's like, typical, you young lords, you just think walls and guards is all you need to build a community. So he was kind of like taken aback, like, oh, wow, she's right. I do need to think deeper about. Uh, deeper than guards and 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 bricks, and so he basically let her take the lead on supplying yeah. all the different types of. She's like, okay, so you need healers, you need carpenters, you need this types of person, you need these types of people, and she made it her mission to put out feelers and let people know uh, that this this man is starting a village, and then he gave he gave his pitch he found out how much people were getting paid and he's like people are going to get paid a fair wage right like a couple silvers a week we're not going to exploit people for the first year I'm giving out free room and board only thing I'm asking in return is that you help grow the the, the, the village and you help defend it right. and after a year you can you're free to leave if you want I'll even help you get back to Leafs Cross and safely right and and that's his deal and she was set she was happy with that deal and she's like i will put my name and reputation on the line if this is what you're offering and uh basically leave everything up to me as far as uh getting folks for you
1: yeah mama is amazing she in the span of what uh, a conversation that seems to take about three hours completely lays out the structure to the infrastructure that will be the Miss Village and how it works um, as the book series go on, goes on to 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 think that, um, you know, in such a short amount of time and with such a commanding personality, um, that she can almost create something from nothing overnight. Um, she is a different kind of magic. She is admin magic, and it is to be expected. <laughs> she
0: is arguably the most important character in this in book one. Right, and she's on for like a dozen pages yeah. but she has such an impact she, she's such a pivotal uh, uh, she's such a catalyst in, um, I mean everybody is Rosie, everybody plays their part but she and well I'm getting ahead I was going to bring up Randolphus but that's we're still a chapter or two uh, uh, mm-hmm. from his introduction yeah. so back at the end so he makes his deal with Mama she's like do what you gotta do I'll do what I have to do he goes back to the end uh they're a they're a, a bunch of they're the, they're the captives. They're the former, yeah. they're the non human former captives, and they're yeah. all like clicked up and they're hanging out. Richter notices that what, what difference a day and a bath and a meal makes as far as right. morale and how because everybody's kind of like a little happier than certainly than they were the night before when they were being rescued. Um He then analyzes everyone that's when he hit level five and analyze then he re-analyzed everyone and that's when they ran down uh the difference so he's running he's looking at Tarod's uh uh and uh Tirad's stats he's looking at because um, at the table there's three there's a uh a mountain dwarf a hill dwarf and a wood elf hanging out at this one table and he analyzes everybody. And the, the one guy goes, hey, kid, don't use your skills on people without, without asking them. That's bad manners. <laughs>
1: and, and the girl's like, yeah. And the one lady yeah. was like, fam, if you could
0: do that, right. you would too. And he's like, that's not the point. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: so, so he introduces himself to all to each ethnic group in their native tongue. Mm-hmm. So he so he all the wood elves, all the mountain dwarves, hill dwarves, he, he acknowledges them and introduces himself in all in their tongue which makes them all go, "Holy crap, who's it? Not only is this guy our you know, rescuer, but he's, you know, he knows our language." So then he switches up to common and he gives a gen, a general speech, to, a nice little speech to everybody like, "Hey, this is what we're here for, and this is how this is my Ethos, And this is what I plan to do. And uh, uh, this is how I plan to get there. And everybody's going to chip in. And know his whole thing is, if you know a skill, if you have a thing, you're going to share it with the entire village. Or anybody that has an affinity for it. Um, so the three folks that were there, the way they introduced them, it was like, at the first table, there was a dwarf, a Hill, a, a elf and a and a gnome, and it was like, is this the setup of a,
1: a bard joke? Of, of a joke? <laughs> right.
0: yeah. He walks <laughs> into a bar and There's an elf, a gnome, and a and a hill dwarf. Um, but they're they were there because because the next part of the mission, they need to rescue Isabella, because I think Tarad cracked the code. That was, um, am I, or am I getting ahead of myself again? he wanted to uh he because they are non-human they can't help on the actual physical mission so he wants those those non-humans to teach richter whatever they can because they know he has a high they don't know exactly but they know richter has an affinity for everything basically they don't know what's called right. limitless and, and the extent of it but but Tarad's like maybe they can teach you and because you're gonna need the skills that they have um, so chapter 23 ends with with him agreeing with them with Richter giving his speech pretty much everyone agreeing to his terms to pay the pay, the the, the the time, the year that they have to stay there and there's 182 people that, including their everybody's family um, that are willing equal treatment fair pay everyone helps each other advance their skills right uh, then they made a plan to get everyone to the forest of of nadria uh, and that was how chapter 23 ended
1: chapter 24 finds us at hafiz's shop
0: yeah back to back back with hafiz and Wait, how about so so? It starts off with Riggerio. He rises early. He leaves. He lets Scion sleep in. The sun Mm -hmm. hasn't even come up yet, and he goes to grab a light breakfast. And there's like some biscuits, and he's just like, ugh, they don't even use lard. Like the the seasoning is trash. My grandma wouldn't feed these to the dogs. So you know, he's a Georgia boy. You know, with you know, missing his home cooking. Uh, but he, but he did make time to insult their <laughs> They're cooking. I was like, gee. So he's he's knocking on Hafiz's door six in the morning. Hafiz comes down with his pajamas on, basically like trying to be polite, like, well, right. what can I do for 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 a traveler? <laughs> and he offers him a biscuit, like, hey, I, I need to buy some stuff, and uh, and that's what he does. And and him and Hafiz bargain for an hour or so. Uh, and they they, they they specifically say it's not like they're trying to one up each other but it was like the fun of the bargain right um, so he offered he, he basically used the coins and jewels that he got from the heist or from the getting from the, from? the, the thieves guild yeah. um, what well, was a rescue that turned into a heist <laughs> oh, okay. like hey if we hear we might as well steal again we but yeah so he, he used that to, to provide transport uh hafiz was going to arrange transport some livestock
1: right grain. Every, no goats
0: no goats because no no that goats would that good. would take that would take longer because they were like northern they would have to they can't get them on the spur of the moment in the spur of the moment right. but they got a bull about five or six uh, um uh cows chicken, half a dozen right? half a dozen sheep about 20 pigs some some chicken so a nice starter a nice starter town set and and all the arrangements, the grain. He said, "This is enough grain for for you know two hundred people to live on for five months while the crop, even if we don't hunt." Uh, so they're just you know making sure they have more than they need. And um and he left everything to Hafiz to arrange to get everything to Leafs Crossing.
2: Mm-hmm. So the
0: boats they're going to rent, not buy, because that would be too expensive. And then load up the boat uh, the boat full of goods and over the next few days, smuggle uh, as many non-humans as they can, strategically and slowly, to Leafs Crossing to the, uh, or oh, I'm sorry, not to Leafs Crossing to to the dock at, in law to, to the boat that they rented in law, to then take them to Leafs Crossing. Right. So everything was set to be done in one night. This Count Stonic, after they broke broke the um,
1: the code and the log.
0: They broke the code. And, um. Oh, Richter got a. Re- he did reach a skill level two in trade for his back and forth with, uh. With, uh. With. A a fees. I don't want to. Mm-hmm. I want to try to go in chronological order. He went back to the Grand Market, paid another urchin to help him find Mama, because, like we said, the, the whole place changed. If you've been. I've been to Egypt. If you I, I, People say it's, it's very similar in, in, um in Morocco with the bazaar I okay. I thought of it that it's just this big covered area that's m- potentially miles long uh, just full of shops and full of little stands selling different trinkets and t-shirts and jewelry and statues and goods uh, so I thought of it like that except the one I went to I'm pretty it was the same when we went, you know, 3 days later. Gotcha. <laughs> so this one and is No, no
1: magic different. spell books.
0: No 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 spell, but bo- oh, I don't know. Maybe it, you <laughs> know, not in the shop I went to, uh, at least. <laughs> uh, so he found mama, he int- she introduced she so she found a bunch of folks and Richter interviewed them all separately. And he mm-hmm. bought up, He bought up. hey, how do you feel about, and real casual, casually, how do you feel about non-humans? And anybody that showed the slightest, like, inkling of, eh, you know, they're a little shifty or I don't know if I can trust them or I wouldn't want my daughter marrying one, but they're okay. Right. <laughs> he, he just cut them from the list, like, nope. Uh, so after basically interviewing a whole bunch of people, you know, a couple hundred people, uh, he, he he got it down to 103 additional people um,
1: is that and their families or is that yes the numbers that's what with he
0: said so families. so the people he interviewed including their families it's now okay. 103 people so he gotcha. probably he probably said yes to 50 70 people and then the people right. they were bringing you know equaled 103 um, he paid mama her fee she then introduced Richter to Randolphus, her number one right hand man. He's a former chamberlain to the king. So a chamberlain is later we it's uh it's basically a secretary, a right hand man, a valet, all that wrapped up in one. And if you were a chamberlain to a king, you've got some serious organizational skills and you probably can fight because I don't I doubt the king even wants Scribes around him that can't protect him If they like are end up being his last Line of defense uh, So yeah So uh, uh,
1: Mama introduces the two of them And she starts out by going You know Randolphus you are my right hand Man and I don't know How I'm going to do this without you You are awesome But respectfully you need to get on the boat And go like you would do So yeah, much better Your talents uh,
0: are being wasted here yeah. This man is about to build a whole a whole town and city. He you were, you would certainly be. She knows his skill set. Richter doesn't yet. She right. knows his skill set, and he would be very useful there. Plus, I wouldn't be surprised if a slight spoiler. We haven't heard from Mama yet again after book one, but I wouldn't be surprised if she shows up with a group sometime in book 9 or 10 if she's not a major part of the Miss Village uh, uh, in the very near future because hmm. who wants to stay in law? Law sucks right. they make a point of saying all the non-humans, they, that's why everybody's jumping at this opportunity to, to, to get out of there and everyone was going to go to Rion which is across the serrated mountains and blah 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 but they'd love to settle in the forest because they have all, even more autonomy it's just dangerous the monsters and animals but if somebody has a setup where that they can be safe that's a that's a number one option so these folks are jumping at this opportunity randy being being the you know right hand that he is goes right oh yes he goes yeah i'm in um you know i'll do what you say mama
1: yeah, so Mama yeah. throws uh, Randolph in, no extra charge, mm-hmm. um, and bids the two men um, farewell.
0: Yeah. They return to the inn. Uh, that's when Tarad says, we broke the code. She's has be, been, half of it. What they know is, is they broke the code, that, uh, the Isabella code at least, and she's being held at a place... Uh, by a man named Count Stonick, who is mm-hmm. one of the nobles close to the king. And he's having a ball in three days, and they figure they have an inn with one of the servants or somebody cl- that works in the in the manor in Count Stonick's pl- house, and he can sneak them in and get them some servant's clothes, and they can infiltrate that way and do the rescue that way. But they got right. three days. So in that three days, Tarad introduced him, he said, look, or not introduced, he's like, look, you need to learn from Quazia, Czar, and uh, and Yulindi. Those were the, uh, the mountain dwarf, the high elf, and the arcane gnome. You need to learn, since they can't come with us, they have the skills that you need. Certainly, uh, Quazia and her her uh dark magic.
1: dark magic that's
0: what they needed because he needed a specific spell called uh
1: uh unrestful sleep or nightmare sleep
0: it- yeah something like that it's right. it's a it's a sleep spell that's that's uh that's under uh that's that's troubled sleep so that you. was the main one but he also learned weak cloying darkness which is a cone of thick thickened darkness 15 feet in length from your hand um, and it attacks people with darkness. He also got night vision. He learned uh, one of them was an adept in archery So excuse me so he learned a few archery sh- skills drill shot which is a sub skill of, uh, of archery he leveled up in archery, double shot, which is a sub skill of archery, grace in combat, which is a sub skill of light armor cuz one of the folks was a light armor adept. So, he's got a light armor power up. He's got a a dark mat. He's got dark magic period and then a bunch of a few dark magic spells. Two dark wow. magic spells plus night vision. Like that's a and- nice little 3 days worth of work.
1: Right, and he levels up in those three days to be able to use, to use uh, yep. all of yep. the spells. would right. it'd be it. Would be
0: pointless if he because uh, he couldn't use the stuff until he reached level three in dark magic. Uh, and also, weak summon weak insects. That's another. Mm. Uh, that's a spell of earth magic he learned from uh, one of them. And he said right. the constant use, the constant use and depletion of his stamina earned him a plus one in Constitution, endurance, and wisdom. So he's pra- so in this three days he's learning them and then he's practicing them and he's leveling them up. So he's he's uh he's ready. Huge batch of level up. Oh, even Sion got some bonuses and skills uh from uh from the mages because remember he now can uh, now that Richter's opened up. You know, he, the, uh, Scion's ability to learn at least air magic. Right. He it seems like he's a. Uh, he's he's a. Uh
1: everyone levels up, let's get it, everybody needs to level up, we gotta go in here and Mm -hmm. rescue, and we have a super small window when the Count gets ready to leave he is going to pick up his entourage including his small army Mm -hmm. and they're going to march back to his castle and we will not have the ability to get her anymore. Yeah, Sion
0: even wanted to, uh, he's like, well can't we do it while we're on the road, you know, sneak in while they're traveling from Stonic's place in the city back to his like regular manner or whatever he's like nope he lives close enough that they could march there in a day plus the terrain is all flat and they could see an attack coming for miles plus it would just give them reason to enact more harsh uh, bigoted laws against the non-humans that live in law we have to do it in a way that he doesn't know what what and who uh, did it hit him right Uh, so chapter 25 uh, starts with the plan in motion they, you know, them sneaking into the manor, and and getting putting the, on the servants, servant servants outfits that were that
1: are bright orange, burnt <laughs> orange
0: and cream. He looked like a creamsicle. sickle. Right. He looked like the the Joker, or no, he looked like the the jester or whatever on a playing card. I think he likened yeah. it to. Scion was upset that he couldn't be a part of the actual, you know, rescue mission, but he's hiding in an, in an alley, uh, kind of keeping watch in an alley outside. Uh, everybody played their part. They got in, did their thing. Uh, Richter set off the uh, troubled sleep uh, spell without much of a hitch. One of the guys kind of uh, looked like he was resisting it a little bit, but he he, he nodded out. Uh, Tarad, they were servants, so Tarad went in first. Mm-hmm. Then Richter hit, him, hit the two guards outside with the spell. Tarad is inside, I assume... Uh, you know he's. There was nobody in there except uh, what's her face except Isabel. So he give. So he's in there, confirmed with her. Knocks on. Richter knocks on the door. They drag the the, the limp guards Guard in, in. Strip mm-hmm. them. Tie them up. Gag them because they're not sure. The, the spell's supposed to last for an hour, but they want to be safe and sorry. Uh, Tarad and Jason put the guards' clothes on. Richter mm-hmm. keeps his regular outfit on because his sprite armor is superior to even the, uh, guard's armor. And, uh,
1: so Isabel is, is our wreck. Um, we get, she's, in the a, she,
0: she's a, she's a mess. She's, right. she's a kidnap victim. She's a, she's a rape victim. She's obviously, she's there because Stonic's using her, uh, uh, uh for pleasure as the thief told him a couple chapters ago. And, and yeah Yeah, she's she's she's, a mess she's been held captive probably for weeks now and god knows what's happened to her yeah Uh, now this rescue mission and is here and she's probably feeling all kinds of emotions um so they they handle the guards they tie them up gag them and then that's when richter looks at jason and is like uh yeah so you probably have a certain set of skills that are about to be useful and handy and then they loot that place Dry. They steal mm-hmm. all the clothes, as I said earlier, all the silverware, the fine china, little baubles, jewelry. He uh, he uh, uses. Is that when he uses the dungeon key to open open up safes for? The side, yeah, yeah the side safes panel. full of jewel jewels and coins. There's a wand. There's a there's a wand. There's magic items. They clean up in this in this this uh in this room this bedroom suite that's yeah. what it
1: basically is it's basically yeah. like the royals bedroom. He took the
0: handles off the the knobs off the closets the like crystal knobs off the, this, the and
1: this, the, this is where stuff. he goes in with that knife and takes the paintings out of the frames the paintings out <laughs> yeah. of the
0: frames rolls them up sticks them right in his bag of holding right Because it ain't nothing stuffs all the clothes in yeah they're just looting the place then they look around places picked dry and they and they they break out and they get they get they get out of there. Uh, everything is is all good. They make it out. It's it's an intense, uh, uh, you know, kind of uneventful but intense escape from the manor. They they're making their way to the harbor because that's where the ship is and they're ready to take off. Once they once they get Isabel on on board, they take off for Leafs Crossing. They turn a corner onto a well lit street. And there's a man at the other end of the block going, well done, that's a bit of, a good, fine bit of criming you guys just did. And then he basically runs off all their names. Tarod right. of the the, 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 the not the Whistling Inn, that's that's Rosie's place, but he names Tarod's Inn. He's like, Scion the Wood Sprite, Isabel the Lovely Elf, and Richter the Unknown Man. And Tarod's <laughs> like, how the hell do you know us? And he's like, you know, just... Hey, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, pay, I'm supposed to know things. And he ends up being Ronan, leader of the Nightblades, with right. some seriously high attributes. So Richter analyze him, analyzes him. He's a level 22 human with 437 health, 163 mana, 319 in stamina, and a disposition of hatred. Uh huh. And he has a profession of rogue. Right, and Richter's rogue? like, wait, he has a profession. He's like, wait, Zetrich told me about professions, but holy crap! And he's a level twenty-two, so Richter's having a mini freak out because right. he's never—he's supposed to fight this guy. <laughs> like, how am I supposed to do that? Right. Scion drew, a, drew drew a bow and. Fired at uh, at, uh, at at Ronan, who just leisurely leaned That's away from this away from the shot and disappeared.
1: And disappears, right?
0: <laughs> and then that was Jason's cue to disappear and go into stealth. And so basically, we had two stealthy rogues
2: getting, getting,
0: in. getting it in with, uh, with knives and 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 invisibility cloaks. Uh, 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 and just having this really intense fight while, right. while Richter fought, who was he fighting? Oh, oh, while he, that's right. So Ronan was basically keeping them stalled while his buddies caught up. So they uh-huh. had to fight the other goons. Um, and they did a decent job. Uh, Sion did end up getting impaled because they had a mage with him. Sion did end up getting impaled on a stalagmite, a stalactite, whatever the ones that come out of the ground. Uh, got his thigh impaled on one of those during the fight. The mage, because Victor tried all of his special arrows that he bought from Hafiz. Drill shot didn't, or or drill shot skill didn't work with all the special right. arrows. Then he pulled out the negation yeah. arrow. Yes. Which, and by this time, it was like his fifth arrow. So the mage completely turned his back and was just focusing on making the kill, killing blow on Scion, who was trapped on the stalagmite. And he didn't, he just thought, well, my shield will hold up against this other guy with the arrow. That's fine. I'll just ignore him. Well, he uh, ended up getting shot right in the chest because uh, the the arrow of negation, Negated his magical shield. (laughs) Right. And he he caught it in the chest and he died. But in that instance, uh, in that instant, uh, uh, Richter heard a gurgle and turned around and Jason had a... Jason and Ronan flashed into existence. Jason had a knife in his throat. Right. Uh, Ronan had a knife in his side and like his ribs, but, you know, a knife in the throat is instant death a knife in the side you can you can deal with it, at least for a little bit uh, so before the mage could die he caught that arrow in the chest and he knew it, and he ripped off a necklace of his own which made the entire crew disappear disappear even, Even the, the ones, no, 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 the ones that were screaming, that were covered in grease and fire, gotcha. they were screamed. They they disappeared. But the dead ones, the ones that were already dead, they stayed there. So everybody that still had a soul and a consciousness got got zoinked away. away. Yeah. And but before that, Ronan basically gave him like a "this ain't over" kind of yell and look. Um, and and Ron and and he went over to jason richter did and blood's gurgling out of his throat and the man smiled at him and died like mm-hmm. and then tarod showed back up and because oh, tarod had re- left he richter's like get her out of here so tarod got to, got Isabel to the harbor while that fight was happening so on his on tarod's return his best buddy jason is dead and
1: right you want to talk about some uh, and uh, some confusion some heartache for to to spend our introduction to him um working with his best friend to find his his woman his his other half mm-hmm.
2: um
1: and to have her in his grasp for only moments before he loses his best friend yeah. um he is yeah he is going through a lot in very few pages yeah um so yeah we cuz
0: his plan cuz plan was to stay in law he was going to have Isabel leave and go with richter to the miss village and recover mm-hmm. but he was going to stay in law try to organize a, a, a the other try to f- break the ledger or crack the rest of the code in the ledger find it, the rest of the 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 captive non-humans humans. right but richter's like you know you can't stay here now and right. he's just shattered his whole world is broken Obviously, Ronan knows who he is. He put everything mm-hmm. together because because earlier uh, Mama put all that together, and Richter was like, "Ooh, if she could put that together, maybe somebody else could." The leader mm-hmm. of the Nightblades. So he kind of knew this could happen, and then it did. Uh, so it wasn't a giant shock, but he did let. He's like, Tarad, you you got to come with me. You you can't you can't stay here." So that was that was what what happened and he did finish his quest uh fight for the fight for those who cannot too he he completed that mission um uh they oh they, they carried uh richter helped uh um, uh scion off the uh stalactite stalactite and he passed out after taken a, a, a healing potion and a couple healing herbs so they had to carry Jason's dead body and Sion's unconscious body back to the docks to the boat um, so yeah quest completion Tarad's now an ally and now Richter's a level 10 uh, like I said Richter then invited Tarad to the Miss Village uh, he accepted Tarad uh, accepted but he said I still want to come back and aid and try to help find the other non-humans. Will you help me in that mission? So boom. Quest update. Fight for those who cannot number three.
2: Mm-hmm. Now
0: Tarad and, and 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 Richter are companions. Richter. Yes.
1: Uh, the same way that Richter and Scion are companions. Mm-hmm.
0: So so Tirad, as long as their their values and goals are lined up the companion will fight for you to the death and 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 what is the gimmick and even if and if and if possible will come through on the other side of the veil right. and fight for you again so a companionship is, is is a is a big deal uh but we knew that when he got the companionship with uh with Tira- uh with scion earlier in the book
1: so Tarad explains um, what his understanding of companionship is a little um, more in depth here. He talks about, you know, hearing rumors that companions can, you know, feel each other's emotions from long distances and can know when the other person is in trouble. Um, and that, you know, it has these links and bonuses um, that he is not sure are mm-hmm. real things because companions he, are so rare. He, yeah,
0: he, Tarad says, wow, I've heard of companionship. I've like tangentially I've loosely heard of the idea but I've never had a companion or known anyone with a companion and then he starts going into the lore and the legend and that makes me go oh so Oh, I don't want to give away, but things yeah. happen in in, in in book seven, and it's like, oh, maybe that strengthens the bond between Sion and Richter, and yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll will will end up there. It'll be in in a year or so, but we'll we'll end up getting there.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: so yeah, so he levels up, he gets to level ten, and now he has another companion. Um, a couple days, uh, a day or so passed, and they they make it to Leaf's Crossing and Mm -hmm. they linked up with the other three boats the other three boats had refugees or I should say yeah, yeah, folks that Mm -hmm. wanted to leave and all the livestock and all the provisions and they get the hell out of Dodge
2: Mm -hmm. because
0: they realize, well Stonic probably knows by now (laughs) who did the who did the kidnapping or the rescue wasn't the kidnapping, reverse right. kidnapping. Uh, but it still would take time to, to get a force to lease crossing or to, to law. And then eventually the lease crossing. So they're pretty confident that, that they would stay ahead of, ahead of, uh, any forces and to ensured them that any boats that could follow us, they're far and few between we're good. Uh, right. And then, and then, in three days, they made it to the forest, and then, like, three or four or five days after that, they made it to the mist. Uh, and then... Richter and that's,
1: chooses,
0: and that's when Chapter 26 starts, yeah.
1: Yep. And Richter breaks. chooses an individual to put on each captain's boat and grants them immunity to the mist. Mm-hmm. Um, and they get everybody um, back to the miss village um Well
0: Futon shows up he's like we've missed you masked my lord <laughs> he's like Feutin, it's great to see your pretty face um so Futon welcomes them back the miss workers have been doing their thing right so if they've been gone for what two weeks three mm-hmm. weeks it's a, it's a it's a significant amount of time the trench is 20 feet deep um there's a bunch of all the materials have been gathered supported. and and and, mm-hmm. and 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 placed and you know all the logs are in one spot all the bricks are in one spot the trenches dug uh, things were organized uh they had a small ceremony for jeremy or i'm sorry for uh, for for jason um he was remembered with a small ceremony. They told stories. Uh, after a few days of unloading, uh, he put Randolphus in in charge of the organization. Randy got a latrine, some just early organiza- organization things built. Got a, trine, right. a latrine built so they could have be sanitary. Uh, they all were living underground, uh, but they got a longhouse built in a week, and they got he got a bump. For, for building his first first uh, building on his right. on his village, so he got a morale boost, and it said, you know, thing, you know, uh, the, the your the,
1: people weren't, your complaining. weren't complaining, right?
0: But. <laughs> but eventually, they would have uh, started um, getting a little sick of living underground in cramped quarters. Is like living living conditions are the number one or like a essential thing for humans and just anything. Uh, so everybody got a, sp- a little place to stretch out and a building to lit a roof over their
1: head and their and their morale right. uh, increased. Um, he and, um, yeah. taught a bunch of the kids in the village herb lore. Sion so... did, yeah.
0: He's doing his own little bit of recruiting. Everybody, right. all the kids, mostly kids, but every, all the kids that had an affinity for herb lore, he taught them as much as he could.
2: Mm-hmm. There's a
0: big field in on on the village or grove that's full of. All kinds of uh, good herbs that 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 uh, that scions say are, are good for alchemy and, and things like that. And, uh, and then they decide, you know what? We need a little R and R. Also, Mark. we need our we need our armor re- repaired and replaced. So they set off for the Hearth Tree. They leave Tarot in charge with Randolphus as the the second in command and the man and the guy to organize everything. Mm-hmm. And Sion and Richter headed to the Hearth Village. A couple of days, uh, a journey. They made it to the Hearth Tree. Hisako welcomed, welcome them, and um, yeah, that's uh, she. She had some fine words for him. Like I hope, uh, I hope you, uh, I hope you, 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 you grew. In, I see you grew in strength, my son. I hope you grew in wisdom. And then she gives him a, a quest. She lets him know that uh Goblin? go- goblins, goblins and goblins and bugbears. Right. And we know where this is going. <laughs> so goblins and bugbears have been seen in the forest. They're despoiling, slaughtering all the local wildlife and despoiling the forest. We need to clear them out and learn why they're making inroads in the forest. So basically, they're his first mission times 10, where he had to find out what the wolves what was up with the wolves. Um now he's got to find out why goblins and bugbears are, are 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 hanging out. And um he asked Sion ready to take out some more bad guys? And Sion looked back with a bloodthirsty grin. Oh yes, brother. This is what we do. <laughs> and just very apropos ending uh, uh to book 1, setting up book 2. So you know book 2 is going to start okay, they have a besides settlement building, they've got a legit quest to f- to, to jump right into mm-hmm. and um, yeah so we we are not going to miss a beat um, so our next episode will be the first I haven't decided I haven't checked it out but the first section will be the first uh, half dozen or so chapters of book 2 of the land chaos seeds forging book 1 is called founding book 2 uh, two is called forging and um, yeah so your your thoughts on book one Kendry Clark
1: Again, so like I said when we first started the experience. Of, yeah, I
0: think everybody um, knows we love the books and everything.
1: Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, like, like wait, like you want to talk about world building? Um, there is so much world building and heavy lifting done with like character development um, in the first book. It is a journey. It is supposed and to feel like a 280 journey. Two hundred and
0: eighty pages. That uh, baffles my every. Again, third time reading it, I just can't. I I can't. I'm, I'm baffled how much they packed in to such a short book.
1: Right. And it's so much world be- building and yep. character building. And we haven't and
0: even gotten it. it ha- we ain't even seen nothing.
1: Yet. Not even a little yeah. bit. Like literally
2: just scratched the surface.
1: Nine times out of ten, and you still have not been introduced to your favorite character yet. Like, listen. Mm-hmm.
2: Or your
0: worst, <laughs> your most hated character.
1: Right. You know,
0: yeah. Yeah. <sighs>
1: And that listen that does not say anything about Scion. I love Scion, tried and true. I absolutely do. There are so many characters to love in the series, and Richter um, continues to be this um, complicated um, sort of superhuman. Um, in the I mean, in the, he's
0: growing in skills and levels. He is becoming legit a little a literal superhuman.
1: But not just a literal superhuman. The fact that in, in in a reality where he is collecting all of this power, um, what he chooses to do with it is be better than what is immediately around him. That that is what it seems that he wants that he wants to create. Um, what is falls short of a utopia. Um, for but he's also every- not
0: promising a utopia. He's letting them <laughs> know like. This is going to be hard work.
1: But Uh, that's his inner goal. Yeah. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. Yeah, for sure. The fact that he is a super person while acquiring all of these superhuman skills, I absolutely love it. Um, Even when he met uh, Quazia
0: and Zar and and the other mage to teach him the skills, the magic mm -hmm. and the skills, he was like, well, I don't think I can afford your your." services
1: services right and
0: then one of the quasi goes well one that's heartening that you're not just jumping at the idea to collect more power that's Mm -hmm. that shows more uh, about you than you could to us than you could know but we're not here to charge you at least not right now she let them know it ain't next time ain't gonna be free (laughs) but there's a mission yeah there's a mission that that needs to be accomplished and we can help here, here's these skills. But going forward, yes, we will. Uh, you know, everything will be fair, and uh, and, and things like that. So, uh, honorable traits. That was certainly one of them. Just that 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 interaction when when she lets him know, like, oh, you're not just jumping at the idea to gain more power. Uh, mm-hmm. He just continues uh, to grow as a as a superhuman person, as a super chaos seed, but also intellectually spiritually mm-hmm. and and certainly um, you know emotionally just as a as a person just he's yeah not a ton of strategy uh I mean we had the fight at the, the Night Blades and then we had uh I guess there was some strategy. I mean just typical kind of breaking and entering, staying stealthy, nothing too elaborate. It wasn't like when him and Scion were, were in the forest trying to take out troops of uh, of goblins hiding in trees. It was a little more strategy going into that. But this was this was still. They had to they had to, you know, not and then in and keep... there,
1: there, was a plan. It just yeah. did not. <laughs> it, yeah, it just <laughs> did didn't. Not... It didn't
0: go. The second plan to get in the Stonic's place went off without a hitch until they ran into the Ronin And later, uh, friend friends made. I guess the the maid, the the, the, the non human captives. They're certainly all his all his pals now. Right. Um, especially the three Quazia, Czar, and the other one who I can't uh, Yulin Um enemies made Ronan number one right uh, the count count Stonic and mm-hmm. by proxy king whatever his name is mhm magics learned he learned dark magic skills learned at double shot he learned the uh grace under fire or gracing drill combat. shot also
1: yeah, he also drill, learned drill shot drill
0: shot uh weapons found he found those daggers that he stole from the night blades those uh mm clear crystal daggers or whatever they were um valuables earned the daggers plus a bunch of jewels and coins the 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 necklace the
1: book Uh,
0: even the safe that he stole from uh the safe that he stole from uh from the night blades had Mm -hmm. had good stuff in it and there wasn't a best line nothing stood out um but I'm sure there was a I'm sure mama had a zinger or something in there that I'm just not <laughs> just not remembering but yeah that's uh, that wraps up book one of chaos seeds. Um, I hope everybody enjoyed our in-depth uh, review of book one. Uh, please let us know uh, how you uh, how you feel about this book. give us a tweet at DDUSPodcast podcast on Twitter uh, email us. Uh, at ddustpodcast at gmail.com if you have questions or uh, whatever you got oh recommendations mm-hmm right uh, We before we hit hit air uh, my recommendations to Kendria and to you guys will be another lit RPG series by Luke Chimalenko called Ascend Online um There's another portal fantasy book that's very mature and very in so many different ways. Uh, called it's the Daniel Black series by E. William Brown. The first book is called Fimble Winter and Reset Life Reset. I haven't started that yet, but that's uh, it seems pretty good like a pretty cool series. And Kendria, what was the one? The King Killer Chronicle.
1: Yeah, I am reading The Name of the Wind by Patrick Rufus. Um, This will be my third read um, for this, um, the first book in the series. Um, It has been, if I am not mistaken, the original book came out in, yeah, 2007. Okay. Um, So we have been waiting for the third installment, which comes out um, the middle of August. Since 2007, Um, so yeah, I am excited and uh, falling back into the rereads, and I highly recommend it.
0: There's a there's a a book by I think Michael Stanwick or Stenwick called the the Dragon's Daughter or Daughter of a Dragon. It came out in '93. Then book one, book two came out in like 2001. Book three just dropped. Like you're right. So if (laughs) book one came out, I was 13. And book three comes out. I'm almost forty. Like I just can't imagine if I loved those books and I just had to wait decades.
1: You reread is what you do. You yeah, reread and you try. How many get times can you reread the one book or the
0: two books in the series? If it's the Land, okay, it's seven, eight books in the series. If it's the King Killer Chronicles, it's like three or four. My goodness. Two books of, or a book of, of every fifteen years—that's just a little much. Come on, it,
1: it's heartbreaking. You know how it is to get into, <laughs> you know how it is to get into some of these stories and for, to be so invested um, and to be so excited um, my, and and to have to wait.
0: My worry with some of these books that take those kinds of breaks—I I found with Ringworld, the Ringworld series—he wrote the first book Larry Niven did in nineteen seventy-one the final book, book four came out in like 2006 and it's and the language is different. It's like, did he just say, don't be hating. That's not a quote, but it's like, (sighs) he's just, I'd rather, it's like, I'd rather sure. Some the book from 71 had its own set of problematic issues, characters, how women were written, but man, the bottom fourth book, it's just like, He's just trying to write with a modern, like, okay, what does a guy from, what does a kid in 1996 want to hear? Like, no, Larry, just write what you,
2: just, yeah.
0: yeah. So I, I worry about books that have, that stretch so, so far. Can they be written with the same voice? Because you're just not the same author you were in 2014 that you were in 1993. I, I, you shouldn't be, at least. You know, I can't imagine. So, so yeah.
1: I, I always hold I always hold my comment and my breath until the work actually comes out, because I am definitely a reader who can forgive you almost any weight if the book is worth it. Oh, <laughs> like,
0: oh. oh absolutely right. like all the like all the trash i've uh 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 t- like I, I love avatar the 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 Airbender. No 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 i'm talking about the blue folks that, okay.
1: that everybody
0: you know hates on after whatever i love that movie and i can't okay. wait till avatar 2 comes out and 3 but they made me wait a damn decade and mm-hmm. you know and i'm like screw it i'm not you know waiting all this time nope when it drop i'll be right in the theater right. or on demand however right. i gotta see it and i'll be i'll be there watching the movie so that's how it'd be so just yeah waiting waiting sucks but there's so many other stories you can just feel the time there's a never-ending uh uh it it doesn't end it doesn't do you, end. Do it's the one thing about I being know. a book reader or a book listener. It's just the stories just don't end. Go ahead.
1: After I've read something extraordinary, um, I find myself being so dismissive of new works. Like oh, my God. Content.
0: Oh, my God. Kendria, I had the same conversation with Friday two weeks ago after ah. I finished The Rise and Fall of Dodo, right? I was just – okay how am I going to move on to the next thing when this was so awesome? Yeah. Like the yeah. next book is going to be crap. I'm going to be thinking, <laughs> still thinking about Dodo, but then two chapters in you're like, Dodo, what I'm totally right. wrapped up into this. Cause it just, the tell, yeah, it's amazing what books can, and stories can do mm-hmm. to, to you and how they can make you feel. And, uh, and it's awesome that you had that, you had that, almost the same exact thought i had 2 yeah. weeks ago like it's always consternation like i don't want to start a new series i want the series right. i just end, i just finished to continue why right. wasn't there another book or a new you know an addendum or a novella or something and then right. you get into something. the next thing you you find yourself world building and new characters and you're just invested all over again and then two That's weeks it. later you're feeling the same way oh how can i move on oh this is yeah yeah so it's a never-ending cycle but it's a good cycle um especially if you read and listen to quality literature hmm. yeah if you listen to a bunch of trash or read a bunch of garbage then sure but
1: i mean yeah then then you are what you consume
0: yes you are so yeah uh, on that note thank you everybody for listening oh I didn't leave our voicemail number if you want actual, to actually have your voice heard on this show drop us a voicemail 415-787-5229 is uh, the number to call to drop us a voicemail those are always appreciated so uh, tweet us, email us voicemail us, do what you can to, uh, to reach out and touch us so on that note thank you Kendria um, we will continue in book two Sometime in the very near future.
1: Thank you so much, and thank you to all your listeners who decided to. they um, your who, listeners
0: too, Ken. You, you, this, this is not my show featuring <laughs> Kendria Clark. This is Kendria and Travis Demon Dust Podcast Spring Summer Spectacular, whatever we're calling it. Yeah. So
1: well, thank thank you to all the listeners mm-hmm. um, for listening, and yeah, I love the experience, and I cannot wait to get to book two. Yes. yes.
0: So until next time, we'll uh, talk to y'all later, folks. The Demon Dust Podcast is produced by Cameron Hawkins for the South Congress Podcast Network.